You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. All right, guys. Welcome to today's show. Now, on the show with me today, I'm surrounded by a table full of talent, a table full of hunters, big buck killers, and public land big buck killers. You're going to hear some tips and strategies and tricks and things that they implement on maybe their home farm, on a public land hunt, a float-in hunt, who knows. But I'm actually going to be putting some of these to use tonight. Nick and I are going back out to this island that we've just been hitting hard but hitting smart. And I think tonight is the night for me to finally connect with a great buck. So, oh my gosh, I'm just pumped. I like... These guys are out hunting right now. I had to stay back and sleep. Nick and I got three hours of sleep a couple nights ago. Didn't go to bed until probably 1.30 or 2 last night. And I just said, if we're going to really, really get aggressive tomorrow night, I'm going to get a full night of sleep, not hunt the morning. So I'm getting this podcast out. Then I'm going out hunting. And hopefully you guys see some pictures dropping on social media of a big public land buck down. So I don't need to spoil any more of this. We're going to do a lot of very in-depth recap episodes where we talk, how did you hunt? Where did you hunt? What did that look like? Like, did you see anything? Did you go to an area where you were hoping to see dozens of deer or only one specific deer? So that's to come. For now, though, let's jump into today's show. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. On the show today, I've got a table full of guys here, which is sweet, because when we... When we do a podcast, what? What are you looking at? This guy. You're Open welcome. Over you're welcome. Here? Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Now, you know it's now, like Lil Wayne when he flicks the lighter. Right. Yes. Yes. Now everybody knows where the stage is set. Exactly. Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this is heard excited. that beer crack and they already know Camp this vibes is are be high. a good podcast. There's, I just want to say one thing. This is how I know Nick and I are best buds is because his first thought reference went to Wheezy. And Lil Wayne. <laughs> That's it's like it. the lighter flick. You this got your own. Look at that first time. Right. You got it. Oh, my God. E7P. That's what we I said. We should probably start by telling everybody who's here. <laughs> it's me and Tom, my biggest fangirl. <laughs> he is, I thought he it was, was a fangirl. I thought it was friend. But. Hey, but you're like that with everybody, and I love it. Yeah. Like, you're, 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 your friend's is like biggest fan. I love that. You're also my friend, but the way that Tom and I <laughs> met, we were at Bowfest. And I was walking around looking at the different vendors, mm-hmm. and I remember I passed the booth, 
and I walk around the backside. I'm looking at the food trucks, and he like circled, watched us walk away, and then he came back around what? the other side, and I was like, I was talking to my wife. I said, babe, I'm pretty sure that guy wants to talk to us. And I walk over and he goes, you guys are Dan and Sam, aren't you? <laughs> what? Yeah. Do you not remember that's, this? That this fan, that's 100% the, that makes happened. Sense. He's that's... like, I watch your videos on TikTok or on Instagram. Oh, yeah. He came back over to the booth like, hey, they're famous. There See, it is. I didn't sign Who signed him up? We've got to invite him <laughs> okay, to the hunt. Folks, this is a tag team match is what you see right now. No. no don't we are no, mad at you because it's late. Right but we still love you. I don't remember any of that. You were hanging out. It's because you were so flustered because you saw me. He's blushing, man. I remember you being at the booth, seeing our stuff, dropping your glasses. Oh, yeah. Remember, I, you forgot them there. Yeah, he was trying to get us to talk oh, to I him. Lose That's, he's, he's like, it's man, a, yeah, I really a, want a partnership a, with a, those guys. Exactly. That's why I buy Walmart glasses, because... I lose them or break them all the time. No, it's a it's a really hey, good, hey, it's a really that good is a, intro. That's a lie. Yeah, that's a lie. Those orange glasses are sitting in your truck right now. Still, oh. that's why I don't wear them because I will lose them if I put them nah, on. Nah, look at so it. what real? Really so this happened. is Tom. This is Tom. <laughs> yeah. XOP. Yeah, um, go around. Go around the table. Just go around the table. We got. You can introduce me, Tyler Bentley, from the Rise Hunt. Clifton Denny with uh, On Your Own Outdoors. Uh, Nick and Queen. And <laughs> yeah, plus one. <laughs> and Nick Queen, I'd just say, like, from Lethal Prairie, but XOP. Like, that's my, yeah. And then we've got MySpace Tom. MySpace Tom. Tom from MySpace. Everybody, that is... That is hey, true. listen, guys. Hey, hey, real talk, though. This is, like, the nicest guy you ever meet. Yeah, he is. Is. Thank you. That's why we give you a bunch of shit, bud. Yeah. yeah. But he, he, he also did show up in a very dope minivan that the I thought van. was somebody else's. The man van. I thought he was going to be in a truck. I did, but he was in a minivan. Not a man van, dude. No. But Eric's using it to kill drive. a deer tomorrow. Would you get in trouble if you had a deer in the back of that? No. Nope. I bought a... Bought a tarp. Ooh, go, look dude. at him. Oh, right. We're doing go. that tomorrow. You want to talk yes. about content? I want to throw a deer yeah. in. Because, hey, yeah. look, Eric will shoot at a deer in the middle of the desert. I'm not saying he's going to hit it, but he's going to shoot him one. Mm -hmm. I thought he shot one. It's got to be 25 and in. But didn't he shoot one the other day? Yeah, no, he killed one already. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was like 22. Over <laughs> over twenty five. That's that's it's, God's it's work. Over. Yeah, that's God. God's work. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, a roll of the dice. Jesus take the wheel, kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Love it. So the reason but we're put all it here. close to his mouth, he'll bite it. <laughs> oh, every oh. time we we can totally get into that story. <laughs> Let's. Uh, that's probably uh, like an after hours podcast. Um, Thirty five and single podcast. Yeah, Let's call it that. There, there you go. That is it. But we're all here because of XOP. I mean, that's the common denominator yes. between all of us. And Tom, you're like the backbone behind the event, and you kind of orchestrated everything, which is why you didn't tell people to bring Blaze Orange. <laughs> right. And, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see how all these guys could work with the least amount of information and just a waypoint. Dude, you actually that's, want to know what's really funny? Like that's a lot because we didn't even get the waypoint until the We didn't get the waypoint, but... Like when you first sent your email out, and I was like, "God, I love this guy. He gives so much information." I literally thought that to myself. <laughs> I really did. I'm pretty sure I called her an email. I, I called, called him. Him. in that email. I thought I put Blaze Orange. 
Maybe no, you did. I didn't. I, I, I got reminded a couple times. When I get stuff like group chat stuff, I just ignore it. So here's a perfect example. Way. Remember the intro where we were begging on the how we met? Yeah. You don't remember real well. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like if you're not, you know what I mean. You're you know what? That's me. the story in his head, though, right? And that's and what perception is reality, right? Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the end of the day, you right? Be, you so, could be a dog if you wanted to, right? So, that's what they so say. That, that is to what clear they it up, say. When Dan and I met, he was he was walking around, hundred percent walking around, um, and I knew I remember seeing your name on the. Ads for Bowfest. He whatnot. meant to say wife. And That's what he meant to yeah. Say. yeah. <laughs> well, Everybody recognizes her. Same. Yeah. Snow going Sam. Seeing Dan Matthews and um, they always go, "How did she get a guy like that?" Right. There it is. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then that's we what started say, talking yeah. about the product, and then there was a rock wall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, see, that. two guys no, no, just no, said no, no. that was. So like you're not. You're that not crazy the then. Though. Two guys, I, I one rock wall. Specifically, he already. Yeah, we already knew who you were at yeah. that point. Yeah, because I had already came up and talked to you because right. of that. Was after and say, hey, no, right. can you come over here and beat me on a rock wall in front of everybody? <laughs> right. Yeah, that came later. Yeah. So no, so he I, made Jack do it. Remember? When I found when I found Dan walking around Ross, <laughs> I knew <laughs> I, I saw him Dan. and I said, okay, his wife's doing him some favors by yeah. through marriage. Sure. And then I said, Ross, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help this guy's ego. Okay, I'm gonna chase him down, and I'm gonna and I'm just gonna pump him up here a little. Chasing bit. men seem like a yeah. common denominator. Hold in on, your yeah, you. Were, oh, I thought you, you were, were saying you were watching me pretty closely to figure all this out. Hey, listen, I'm gonna time. tell you what though. I met these guys here at Hunt Camp. It's pretty simple. That's right, and that's yeah. what we're here to talk about, Tom. So let's just get off. This <laughs> that's right. Let's get, the the he said, so. <laughs> Let's get off the he said. Let's get off the he said. This he isn't a GOP get debate, all right? Just get out of here with the he said, she said stuff. Just get yeah, out. You better get it right. We met each other at Dan and I met each other at Bowfest. Oh we, we had an absolute blast. Uh, Tyler and I met through his YouTube channel, having uh, his Nick had a uh, one of our harness XOP harnesses on. And I reached out to them. Clifton was working with XOP before Randy. You yep, were working Randy, with Randy. Randy, I did a I did a, a video of y'all's climber on yep. my review channel, and uh, and then Randy reached out to me. Mm -hmm. And then so we met through that, and then at a ATA, it was at the ATA. ATA, yeah, we hung yeah, out. that's yeah. where we hung yep. out. We had Mexican food and beer together. Oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's actually funny because I said Tom was my favorite one. And then I met everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, and then Nick's been here since 2017. Day one. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. I that's when I bought my first stand, and I was part of the team. 2018. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. the OG. Oh, dang. Yeah. I have like cool. like one of the first XOPs that was like made. Yeah. Killed, cool. I've killed some bucks. Out yeah. Of it. The climber or lock on? No, like the lock on the lock on. Yeah. Not, okay. I I think that was the first. 2017 was the first year that they came out. I think so. It was 2016 or 2017. Yeah. They came out with the first like lock on that they ever hang on. What it? Yeah. What you call it? Cool. So. And then we all know we're just doing Dan favors here. So that's how we. <laughs> yeah, just trying to build my platform. Right. So yeah. No, I'm waiting on Dan to blow up, and then it makes all of us famous. It's right, just gonna right. happen. Yeah. Um. So, so back to why we're here. Exactly like you said. This, the idea really started in my head with seeing 
You have to say what it is. It's this is XOP Deer Camp. XOP Deer Camp. Twenty twenty three. First annual. Extremely out of pocket. Can I go? <laughs> XOP. Extremely out of pocket. Oh, uh, I like that. Got it. So yeah. it started. XOP Deer Camps. 2023, extremely out of pocket, started <laughs> from... Oh, geez. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> Derek Zoolander Institute. I told you I was going to... I said it earlier. I said this is going to be the thing. <laughs> That's funny. The mantra. Go ahead, Tom. So No, it's... I love it. I'm just laughing. Um, so it started from the idea of we've got incredible talent between all these different people from filmers to photography um to now podcasters killers and and killers at heart right obviously that's why we're here that's first aren't exactly e7p and um and so it was like okay how can we leverage everybody's talent and develop it Make it make everybody better. Make everybody help everybody grow, uh, and it, and I just I was in the Fish and Wildlife Service uh, interning for a while. I know the government let me in. I know, um, <laughs> and uh, we would go to conferences and stuff. I'm like, man, this is sweet. Like the app, like hanging out with everybody, talking to everybody. But the like the daytime stuff is boring. Like sitting in the watching a, a presentation and whatever and so how can we do that make it just as valuable and more right well the and more is awesome for the rest of us like i'll i'll speak yeah. on that right so like dan and i've had a big long conversation you and i've had a big longer conversation about stuff that will help me and help y'all yeah. you know what i mean like the and like i think i think that's a huge like kickoff of this from xop that you know i'm appreciative of for sure like you with the photography and everything else like i've i've picked up so much in the last couple of days you know just from that alone so the other than the meet and greet and hanging out and trying to shoot deer and just the deer camp stuff that you guys can't see of us drinking beer and just hanging out and you know leaving the deer hanging all day like that was wild to me because i'm from the south right yeah. you know what i mean but it's, not it's do that. that's right yeah we can't do that down there it's not degrees will get it. Yeah, exactly yeah 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 maggots and everything but uh but no i think it's been awesome so what y'all are doing here i think is phenomenal it's it's been a blast for us well and i love that XOP is so big on like product development and actually wanting feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you've got a channel where you give honest feedback and you were telling me the story about that. But on top of that, like helping develop product, share our opinions about it, the, the connections that we we've made so far and the desire to just learn how to hunt better. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. Tyler and I were talking on the way out and he's like, dude, after this, and we'll get into the details of how we've been hunting so far, but tonight we floated out in a two-person kayak and a canoe 
Mine wasn't quite two person. Not for three. Two children kayak. Double children kayak for me. Tyler's feet are hanging off the side. He he calls me when they first got in the water. And he's like, hey, man, we're not going to make it. And so so me and Dan are like, all right, we're coming to get you. Because we have the canoe. You put three people in there and one in the kayak. And then about like five minutes later, I get a text. And he's like, hey, probably not even five minutes. He's like, hey, I think we're going to be all right. You're acting very like we went and done it, and I heard somebody delivered y'all McDonald's. Yes, yeah. and the man cool. brought no, us cheeseburgers. Yeah. The trans- trail trail cameras, <laughs> McDonald's. What else do you guys need? Water. Water. Hey, dude, we dude, put dude. you on deer day we did. one. Eric, hey. I, I show up in a sinking kayak. Eric, I got no, McDonald's, if guys. If anybody's <laughs> ever seen a loon swim and only the head is sticking out of the water, that's what these two look like in that kayak. We look over it and just like, it's like inch. people are completely submerged from like the chest down, and we're like, "There's one inch of clearance dude, in that dude, kayak." The it's the moon and the babies on the back. Bro, you know? the the, on the back. The, from the second the timing, I left the dock, I was just full ab workout. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna die out the here. The timing of that, and then um, Tom calling me from the clinic because he was getting checked out. That's a, that's a different story <laughs> for later. Uh, but was perfect because Eric's never been in a kayak. And so Eric went with me to go get my stand and we were literally like he was getting in and I was going to push him across, like had a rope, pull it back to myself, you know, and he's scared shitless. (laughs) And then, and then Tom's like, oh, they're delivering food in a kayak over to these guys. I was like, what? And Eric looks back at me while he's in the kayak and he was like, you'd have to be dead. (laughs) <laughs> you'd have to be dead and i was like thanks and just kicked him off like, <laughs> but like this whole this whole hangout i mean we've got hunt camp it's awesome we've got targets outside a fire pit uh deer hanger like it's been really sweet but we're all hunting public land and we're all doing it our own way but also giving pointers this is my first ever i grew up in wisconsin I've never hunted public land for whitetails. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm around a bunch of people who actually know how to do this successfully is awesome to me because this is not at all the same <laughs> as hunting private land in Missouri. So that was it. That was also part of the idea, right? There's yeah. so many, and that's what gets me fired, about, fired up about building something like this year after year is the layer. So Clifton is a phenomenal scouter hunter on new properties mm-hmm. tyler's a phenomenal property manager dan <laughs> dan's not, dan, nick's a really good water dan, access hunter dan and nick so nick has cool tattoos and dan's attractive right right <laughs> so but but for no, like, i'm just kidding i'm kidding yeah but for you know clifton you not and tyler just for cool example tattoo. like the the polar opposite in some ways but then also like okay how do you apply your property management um techniques to this and then how do you learn from clifton and that's the whole idea like hey we've got all this new uh unreleased product here that y'all can play around with test we hey by the way guys we just found that out today yeah. Like I was, I was whining about a product because that's what I do, right? I do product reviews, so I whine. And then, and then Tom was like, "Oh, we brought all these upgrades 
for y'all to try out. And I was like, that's cool. My back hurts. Guys, I'm exaggerating. My back doesn't hurt that bad. Um, but, but yeah, so I'm going to test that out. But no, for real, like that, that is the cool thing about that is that y'all did bring that for us to try. I think mm. your back hurts from pushing Eric. Eric's lost 30 pounds. Yeah. Uh, oh, hell yeah. And, yeah. and so that's what it was about bringing everybody in because personally for me like dan very similar like as of lately and growing up it was mostly private and that is a hundred percent nick and i were talking about this a hundred percent different in terms of learning deer and how they are and you can learn if you focus on public and focus on studying how successful public land hunters hunt and their whole technique and, and you apply it as best you can in your area, you will grow, it's I would a, say, threefold. Like, you could... It's, you, it's about consistency. Yeah. Like, that's what I always say. It's yeah. about consistency. Like, you, you will realize from the public land stuff, like, not taking away from it, because if y'all don't know this, Tom makes fun of me because I killed a deer over corn last year, but he'll hunt a food plot. Like, <laughs> but, but it's that kind of stuff, like, and it's about consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, you take what he does with property management, like, something that took me out of the game up here, there's cornfields everywhere. I don't have that at home. Right, where yep. you're probably used to that kind of stuff, so you right. know how to hunt around that. Yeah, where's cornfields yeah. at? Or That's tw- my game, bro. <laughs> Twenty million acorns every acre. That hey yeah. hey, That's so wild. I'm a public land guy, and that is a struggle up here mm-hmm. because it has the deer. So like, they don't have to get in a pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, no, they they, they get up, they move eighty yards, and they go back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and that's what I like. I think. Well, you're saying like you'll grow tenfold. I think that's where public guys excel. Is that uh, in not taking anything away from like management kind of thing, but when you manage a property or you hunt private, the deer are going to kind of do what the land provides them. And then they'll stick to that pattern because there's nothing pushing them off of that. When on public land, you have no idea how many derelicts have walked through there and done something crazy. And so to me, it's like the deer should be doing something like that's what they should be doing, but they're not, they're doing that. And so instead of going, well, a deer does this, I can, because of how many times that hasn't worked for me and I failed at that, it's it's turned into a strategy that I use to just be going. But, like, okay, what is this? What is that? We got to move. Okay, with the deer doing this and to know when to not do that. But but one thing about that, like talking about that, that, that I just vocalized in a video, so it's kind of like perfect timing, is that it is very difficult to be great at all of them. Oh, yeah. Right? So like every person has like their thing they're really really good at whether that be private public whatever it's like i've been doing this urban hunt thing right i can go kill a big buck on private right or on public but urban i've been doing it for two years still haven't you know what i mean so like i guarantee you this dude over here would whip my tail (laughs) if we went to a managed property because i don't Mm -hmm. know what to do anymore you know what i mean you put me around usually like around feed piles around managed property and it's like hey this specific buck, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, I want to shoot the first 130 that comes by me. What do you mean? We're managing deer. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. it's 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 different 110% and then learning from everybody. It's, it's yeah, I, I would say it's a lot like, you know, tools in your tool belt. You yeah. Know, you know, yeah. you hunt different ty- – like this is – I I hunt a lot of private, a lot of public, a lot of different states, six, seven states sometimes in one year, but never have I kayaked in or walked <laughs> two and a half miles one way through a marsh. 
So it's just a full new experience for me. Yeah, the whole Mars thing blew me away. It's crazy, man. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's different. totally different world. So mm-hmm. this whole experience for me has been awesome. Just Well, and one of the coolest things for me so far this trip was when we were talking on, I can't remember now if it was the way in or the way out. And you were like, dude, I have bucks on my trail cameras right now yeah. fighting. Killable. And big bucks. They're two like, of my shooters. Like yeah. they're two, two of, of my, my biggest bucks. And he goes, I would rather be kayaking into an island to hunt public bucks yeah. than to go home. You are it's cool. Right now. And he you're even right. said, he even, said cool, even if I shoot a one twenty, like yeah. this you're, is awesome. I don't want to be the cliche guy, but like it's about the experience. It's yeah. not about killing big deer. Sure. I got the rest of my life to kill big deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just I'm no, here at just, deer camp having a freaking blast, and we're kayaking. Like coming out, you're like, turn the headlights off, turn the headlights off. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like all of a sudden I was romanticizing this thing. I was yeah. just like, dude, we're freaking kayaking we out of a piece dudes of, in the and water we're bullshitting is. about all this stuff. It's like it was just so cool. Yeah. I was like, wow. So I wanted to soak it up, like live in that moment. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's why I we're wanted you to cut people. the lights off. <laughs> yeah, we're different people because Eric and I got some big bucks on camera yesterday, and I'm crying. <laughs> 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 ah, he's wishing back in Arkansas, dude. He's well, mad. that cold stupid XOP that hunt. cold front basically hit dude. the entire yes. Mississippi. All but, of all of my followers were like, "You're leaving to go to Wisconsin, and the cold front's hitting Arkansas, and everybody's yeah. dropping. You're bugs. chasing so like yeah. public land Bro. bucks in one of the high, most highly pressured states. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I'm yeah. like, uh, but it's 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 been cool." But like, I think that honestly is a blessing because yeah. it, early October on public ground, boy, would be it been lucky to see the deer that we've got to see. So the fact that we got that cold front, like, it, well, I mean, the some of the experiences, you know, is perfect. Yeah, like Tom, Tom voodooed this weather for us. Yeah, to get it put in. the deer on their feet. Yeah, I just really, I, I know I'm not, I didn't do voodoo. That's right. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only one from the south. <laughs> from the south. And this is that's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. So, yeah. Cold, so <laughs> I get I get called. He's he's coming because he's sixteen hours, twelve and a half, twelve and a half, twelve and a half hours. That's so he left like Thursday, Sunday, and uh, <laughs> he's like, he calls me at one point. Man, I got a gas station and I had to go get. <laughs> I had to open the camel bucket and get my jacket. Every and every, I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro. It's like fifty to forty five degrees. Whatever it is I'm in a t-shirt right no, now and pants dude, finally no, like, you know dude, i'm telling you like <laughs> once once we left arkansas so like missouri was like 10 degrees colder mm-hmm. and then illinois did we come through illinois i don't remember whatever yeah illinois was like another 10 and then we finally like three and a half hours from here i was like hey we can't get here on thursday we gotta wait till friday and we stopped to go get a hotel room. And yeah, I'm like a rat in the back, like trying to find a jacket to put on. <laughs> and and Eric, Eric's laughing at me because he threw one in the back, right? He's got a hoodie and he's like, I've got a hoodie. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, folks, that's literally, quite literally how Eric Yeah, Eric exactly. Like, yeah. It ain't all. Yeah, no. And I'm like, yeah, you know, anyways. Yeah, no, that was funny. So for us back home, like one of my buddies texted me this morning. He's like, dude, it feels great here. And it was 83. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, he's like, what's it like there? And I was like, it's 46. The wind, <laughs> everybody I've seen the last three days has red cheeks from wind chat. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. My lips are, are gone. Same. They were gone before you got here. Hey, Nick, I got to <laughs> ask you, how do you feel about Clifton's pronunciation of Illinois? I actually, <laughs> I even thought about it, but he's from the South. And that's first on. I ain't going to say none. No, E7P. <laughs> Mom, do you call it Arkansas? No, what? Arkansas? What the hell is that? Is well, what the hell is Illinois? Oh, it's the same thing. It's not. <laughs> yeah. 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 My dad my dad's from Illinois too. We talked about this. Oh yeah. yeah. 
he. That's the one thing I remember. Every time I hear him say that, listen, it, was, it drives him nuts. Bro, <laughs> hey, hey, it was Illinois when their tags were $400. Now that's 750 for a tag. It's when Illinois. Did that Because it's that annoying. I, I just checked. Yeah, it's like 700 bucks for a tag over there. Shut when did the that happen? Out of state. I don't know. Hey, Missouri up there. I don't there know if you got right information. Like now I could now. be wrong. but You used maybe. to be able to get a $100 Google. tag. Hey, that's here. You get two buck hey, tags, here. two fall here. turkey tags, tags, two turkey tags. As a non-resident, yeah. and in the fall you could get a hen tag. Yeah. And hey, you can do that here. It's eighty-six bucks mm-hmm. for your first, first year, first time. Oh yeah, yeah. I ruined that seven years ago, so <laughs> it was not eighty-six dollars. Oh, time. we should have waited three years to have you because it's every ten years. So what does it, it go yeah, up to? If you don't oh. buy, if you don't buy that exact tag. For 10 years, you get the first-time discount again. Oh, man. I missed out. I Listen, missed if out. you're not coming here because you want to save, like, 60 bucks, right. like, you're really missing out. Because yeah. we, I mean, everybody's seen deer. Oh, yeah. Everybody's seen a lot of sign. And we've also been seeing rutting activity. Ridiculous. Running activity that I would have never expected for this. I time didn't believe you for first of October. I said it on a week. podcast now, so yeah, I he said it on a podcast, and he tried to claim that I tried he didn't to lie say, and say I didn't say. But he was it, talking to his it. lady on the phone, and I'm driving the truck next to him, <laughs> having to listen to this conversation. And he's like, "I'm not gonna lie. When Dan said that he heard bucks fighting, I didn't believe. I did not believe him <laughs> at all. And I actually said, and then I, I tried I, to call him on it, and he's like. I, I never said that. that. <laughs> in his defense, though, all of us, like, we got back to the trailer. Oh, so yeah. Eric and I stay in our little trailer, right? So we get back to the trailer, like, as soon as I climb up on bed, I was like, man, that dude's full of shit. Somebody was over there with a rattle bag. Like, that's, oh, what, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought that. Because, so so nah, hey, uh-uh. like, I'm a public land dude. Now, oh, I can't yeah. tell you how much that's happened to me. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll hear something, you try to get in a grunt sequence with something, and it's like, wait, it, what was that? That's got to be You know what I mean? Harder. And then there's, yeah. like, this 250-pound guy slipping through the woods it's like yeah. oh there it is yeah. well i mean it's like out west when people are elk calling each other in mm-hmm. you know yeah. like mm-hmm. all of these guys converge on one dude and they're all like it's right here do a cow call but for real i'm telling people and i'm like this like this was happening and i could hurt here no like, it's confirmed stuff was he was smashing <laughs> and nick didn't tell me this but he was calling bs mm-hmm. and he shows up to to hunt with me and film and the first sit all of a sudden we just hear commotion and this is there, after dark by the way this the spike is right comes in. literally no right spike. after dark and <laughs> no, we're just calling these deer spike. come running in he's 11 point and yeah. it is a buck tending a doe and i mean hard like he he's was grunting. grunting i remember looking at dan shocked i'm like you're he's, not a liar he, I go, I go, he's, that's tending. He's grunting. And he was just, ah, 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 ah. And, I mean, it was awesome October that it happened, 7th, but it didn't 8th. surprise me. Because, no way. It's crazy. It didn't surprise me because I had, I knew what I heard. Yeah. And there was nobody else out there. No, no, there was nobody getting done. And, yeah, Nick, Nick saw that and then his eyes lit up. And I think we're going to talk about all of this on the podcast yeah. because we've been hunting for a Pretty little hard. while together and we've been putting puzzle pieces together and we'll we'll see what happens in the next day and a half. All right, if you're not using Tacticam's Reveal Cell cameras on your hunting property for scouting or monitoring the wildlife, you are seriously missing out. When you pair that with the Reveal mobile app, you can see the action as it's happening 
no matter where you are. In fact, I've got trail cameras up in Wisconsin on the land that we hunt. And not only do I get pictures from those cameras sent to me, I can also track the progress of the camera, the battery life, how much memory is left on the SD card, and I can see what the weather's doing at the time that a picture is taken. So I can't think of a better tool for scouting whether it is close to home or in a totally different state. So if you wanna stay tuned into the action or just get into the action, go to revealcellcam.com or tactcam.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. All right, guys, here are a few quick tips to help you increase your deer encounters this fall. A lot of people like to set up on an area because they found a scrape or a rub, but I'm telling you, you need to put more of the puzzle pieces together. If you can find a scrape line or a rub line, especially one that comes to or from water, bedding, or a food source, that is going to tell you a lot of deer are using it and not just one nocturnal buck. Also, don't be afraid to take the day off from hunting and do a scouting mission instead. If you can set up from a distance and glass the area that you're hoping to hunt, you might see exactly where the deer are coming in and out without just walking in and randomly setting up in a tree hoping that a deer comes through. And if you want to save money on the right optics to get the job done right, head over to eurooptic.com and use code NOMADIC10 at checkout. Now, let's get back to the show presented by Vortex. It'll be fun to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. What have you seen, Tom? So I so I like what you did where you jumped ahead. This is like a it's, this is gonna be fun because we jumped ahead and went to the excitement, right? Um, Hold on, how was but, it? What you've been doing is it in hiding? No, I think no, no, so. No, no, it is. You're right. No, so that's excited. The hunting yeah. excitement. We jumped ahead to the hunting Jeez, excitement, no. but the 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 first two days I think is a big piece to why we're at where we're at oh right? yeah no you and logan killed so, it well no no not even i mean everybody is was, was no scouting hard i'm saying that on the podcast for i've told wait, everybody wait, like they, dan's they been gave slaving y'all away yeah they gave you didn't intel? want it mister um yeah you're right yeah, yeah. no I, well tom i don't to I don't, be listen, fair I, he I only gave me a tom. point that he scouted in august and i don't, then me and I don't Brock want tom later to be like oh Clifton killed that big deer because of me. me. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Clifton. <laughs> Listen, you know, the fact it. that any of you guys got intel, I was told that Tom is not holding anybody's hand. Dang. Is he sent you to an island that had a big buck on it? Well. This is what he did. He brought me to the <laughs> island, and then he's like... Because they're island boys. Yeah, I just think I'm going to scout for the next three days, and he left me there by myself. <laughs> And I was like, hey, okay. No, you got left for one set. I came and got I you. Said, I said, you know what? You can go scout, and I'm going to kill a big buck on big this buck. island because there is more sign on that island. I was sitting is. next to you when he seen. showed you that, and I remember you going, there's a big buck here. And you ain't even seen it yet. And you're like, there, there's oh, yeah. got to be. And yeah, like, we oh, spent, yeah, so the first, um, the first few days, and that's what I, honestly, I've learned this from Clifton. Um and and we spent the first few days. My mindset coming in was I am just going to learn how to, a couple of things, still hunt and, and how to scout new land really well without without having intel and, and how to scout, scout it fast and cross off the no's, mm. find the yeses. 
And Logan was probably perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's and, a beast. And his experience is, and like yeah. here nor there, quote unquote. Like I've been on four WMAs since I've been here. I've been here four days. Mm-hmm. Eric and I have hit four WMAs, and I have not done a full sit yet. Mm-hmm. So exactly that point, it was like okay. So I'm going in with that, and because Logan and I talked obviously before the hunt, and he's, yeah. and because he's he loves like steel hunting and that kind mm-hmm. of style, and I said I want to learn that kind of show me what some of you, you know, what you look for. And, uh, and then obviously Clifton with your style of, of, uh, an approach to hunting, it was like, okay, my mindset, my goal is to scout for, I was here since Friday. So I'm going to scout till the next Friday and then have Saturday, Sunday to hunt. If that's how it plays out, Mm -hmm. right. Obviously this is a work trip too. So there's that too. Um, and so we spent the first few days and we did have a day in August that Logan, myself, Logan, Brock, and myself came up here and, and ran around some pieces and found some good stuff. Um, but I think that was huge is, is just getting, putting that time, and I think that's so important for any of the listeners to understand, is that, yeah, we're, we're I'm going to tell you, we are in them, and we are in them thick, but that is, that is because of... Um, Miles for piles, man. Miles for miles piles. For piles. And, and also, like, other things coming together. Intel from locals. I mean, that's what brought the island up. And yeah, and not even locals. Like, you got to think about the amount of people we've got here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. like for me, like, Eric and I picked up on, like, the first two days, right? Without really talking to anybody, it was like, hey, it's big timber. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to find the mature oaks. All the oaks are dropping, but you got to find the mature ones. And then Dan and Nick came in. And y'all were both talking about the two places you were at. Nick and Brock were on an island, had mature oaks. You were on an island, Dan, that had mature oaks. And it's like, oh, okay. And not taken away from you yeah, because yeah. I, I just didn't hear what you were hunting. No. You know what I mean? Uh, but you killed a deer. Right. Yeah. First one. Yeah. Yep, punch that tag. So, yep. like, you know, we take what we have because at this point, I've been here four days. I put down 64 miles, right? And on foot traffic. And that's just how I do. But. I take what I'm seeing and then I hear all y'all talking about it. And Eric and I go back to the trailer and I was like, Hey man, like this is real. Like we got to find mature timber and the WMA we were on really didn't have that. You know, yeah. it was a swamp. It didn't have it. And so we tried another one, tried another one, tried another one. Now I think, you know, judging by the video I showed y'all earlier, <laughs> I think we definitely found deer and a lot of them. So yeah. this is, it was so new to me because like, I've heard on podcasts and I've watched videos and people are like, man, first sit's the best sit, you know? And I, (laughs) for basically my entire life, rifle hunting with my family here in Wisconsin, we'd have 10 people on 40 acres and I was assigned my bucket or a stump or a dead log until I made a homemade tree stand out of two by fours and plywood. And it wasn't like I didn't move, you know? And even hunting private down in Missouri, I had stands that would hang and I would change the ratchet straps out right before yep. season. And seeing the way that you guys talk about your approach or hearing the way that you guys talk about your approaches to hunting, I came into this confident like, oh, dude, I'm going to show up and kill a big buck. And within two hours of being here, I was like, I am the worst whitetail hunter in this. <laughs> like, That's not guys, true. Tom's no. here. No. Tom's here. No. These guys, I mean, you guys really put the pieces together and 
it challenged me immediately. I'm like, man, I've got to learn this stuff. You got to remember, and this is just my opinion, right? So like that first time is the best time. Like that's big timber, public land. You're walking in the first time. You find the sign and you sit the sign, like you know. And 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 I, I preach this all the time. Um, is like, don't just go blow an area. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you find that that sign, like I was messing with Tom the other day, and this is real. Tom's asking how I scout, and I'm like as loud as possible mm-hmm. with the wind in my face, and like I could tell Tom was like, "What in the hell did he just say?" <laughs> but the reason for that is, is like they don't see you and they don't smell you. They just hear something abnormal coming towards them. So like I'm stepping on every branch, I'm breaking every limb. Like you know, I'm not touching stuff, I'm not trying to leave a scent trail. But sure. like as loud as I can, so I blow those deer out before they lay eyes on. Oh, this is a hunter, and they associate that with a hunter. And then when you do come back to an area like that, like yeah, those I always tell everybody, you got 72 hours to kill a big buck. Like if there's a mature deer in there, you got 72 hours, and then he's hunting you. Yeah, you know, so yeah, yeah, he's got you figured out. Here's here's a point that I got. I feel like I had a question about, mm-hmm. and I, I'm curious. I love I love that approach, and mm-hmm. then I love like Logan and I's approach, which mm-hmm. is slightly different, right? Yeah. What is the and what's kind of the is there the lag time or the return time, if any, on the deer that you've seen does that make sense yeah like bump and dump kind of stuff yep so So, like so i think that depends i think if that deer smells you or sees you and it's a mature deer that's worse i don't think he comes back like like the likelihood that deer comes back is probably pretty slim now if you're walking through a pot and pans and and banging them and he just hears a noise way off in the distance and then you you end up walking, like, so say there's a deer in a bed, right? Well, let's just say there's a ridge, and there's a deer laying on the point of the ridge. We all know that mature deer like the points of ridges, just like elk, right? Yep. So say there's a, a point of a ridge, and you're walking through, and you're doing, like, the slip thing, and mm-hmm. you're being as quiet as possible, and you get 40 yards from this deer's bed, and he smells you, sees you, and blows out or, of that or bed. Or 10 feet in the yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a human. That's right. Yeah. What's the likelihood he's going to come back? From my experience, is very slim. However... I can't tell you how many times I have been just crunching through, just doing my thing, walking through. I do try to keep the wind in my face, right, because I don't want to smell me. Um, And then I get up and I see a bed. I'm 10 yards from this bed, but I didn't blow him out by sight. I see the bed. I turn around and leave because now I know where he's bedding and I know where the does are feeding. I just got to be in between those two things to be successful. So so to, to add to this, um, I agree and disagree in a only different way, yeah. and I and I don't say it's necessarily disagree. I do it a little bit different. I think it depends on where I'm at, according to the deer that I'm chasing. And I was going to say the terrain or the cover. Not That's about right. terrain. This, this works better in like tall what, grass. Yeah, but yeah. what I think of is is am I in a high area of humans already? Then I don't give a shit. I don't care if he smells me or any of that. Is this a it ain't gonna sanctuary bother. bedding area that is you this, haven't walked in? Exactly. Then I'm different. Then, then you're skirting I'm the edge, skirting the edge. I'm popping in. I'm and not. And I think that's kind of the loud. same thing. It's just I kind of yes. I kind of base it off of maturity level. Sure. Yeah. Because but it, I but I've I've seen a buck get bumped and knew exactly what I was and then tomorrow come, come right back. I'm like he's not coming back there yep. and then I and bump he come him. back and I'm like what why is he there yeah 
And I, I think a lot of that just has to do Absolutely, with like, especially like if you're on one of those, like we've seen them here. Like it yeah. seems like everybody in Wisconsin, I'm hating on you guys right now, will walk 350 yards and then they're back to their truck. Yeah. It's like that's where the trail dies. If you jump a mature deer off of that, hell, he's used to it. Right. Five yeah. guys did that yesterday. Yep, that's and what you're, I mean. And you're talking yeah. like yeah. in a specific scouting situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big you, timber guy. Right, but yeah. you're not going yeah. into hunt after doing this. That's right. You're, you're going yeah. in to scout this land, you know, be loud, bump deer, with noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to go in and be loud yeah. and then try to hunt that spot. That's right. Yeah. 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 I guess so. I guess what I was saying wasn't disagreeing with you adding to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think there's a time where you have to stop and be like, listen, I can't be loud in here. Yeah. That's right. Because he's back on an island. Yep. And the only sound he's used to is maybe someone yeah, on no, the, the water. The, the, the yeah, island yeah. thing. Like right. we did that where we're at right now. Like right. I'm not going to lie. Like we went through the island and blew it out. Yeah. Like 110%. Sure. And Eric was like, it, you, me staying with you guys in the morning and Eric's like what are you doing and I was like dude we blew that whole island out mm-hmm. today and I did it intentionally because yeah. I want to know what was on the island yeah. you know what I mean but with me doing that I'm going to wait 24 to 48 hours sure. before I get serious about that area yep knowing they're going to come back to it that's right right yep Yep. here's a follow up question too that I feel like that was a good follow um, mm-hmm. have you so you said you find the doe where the does are feeding that's right and then you find the buck bed. That's right. Have you found anything in between? Uh, see, look, now you're now you're gonna get me to where I differ from a lot of people um, because I don't follow. The, sorry, let the, me, sorry, let me back up just yep. a minute. So that tells you that that's like okay, that's that's a buck bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'll see the singleized beds, right? So like mature deer, and I think this is something that we can all agree on that a lot of the hunters, hunting industry messes up with, right? So like why don't you get that mature deer on your camera, right? So there's deer on your camera all the time. Mature deer don't want to be around a whole bunch of other deer. That's why when your mature deer come in, it's him and his buddy or it's him by himself or whatever, right? So when you're scouting and you're looking for these bedding areas, and this again, this is my opinion. There's a whole bunch of us in here, so um, and mine's all public land. So I don't know, I don't know what you're looking at, you know what I mean? But like my experience is, if I'm going through and I'm seeing three, four beds together, right? Doe bedroom. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Does. I get over and there's a deadfall and there's one big bed. Isolated buck fall. bed. Boom. Bingo. Exactly. Yep. And so, hey, this this is the private land guy. Yeah. And so it matches up. It's yeah, the it same. You know, so um, like today with Eric and I, we went through that whole island. I found one bed on that island. And I told Eric, I was like, hey, so we can't hunt here. Because that's where that deer's accessing. We're going to have to wait until he leaves out the back door. Because now, and that's my opinion, because we yeah. came in through the front door, right? So now he's going to be skeptical of that for, in my opinion, again, the next 72 hours. So, like, now I want to be at the back door. Because we've seen the buck bed. We exit stage left. He still thinks the other 40 acres out the backside safe. And he's still going to go check those does. He knows where those acorn trees are, the typical feed trees that I think everybody messes up on a lot of times because they'll find a feed tree and you go hunt a feed tree. I'm not saying you won't kill a big buck or a mature deer. I won't say big buck, but a mature deer on those feed trees because you will occasionally. But where your mature deer is going to be is 150 yards from there. You know, it's no different than the feed mile on, you know, private ground or whatever, right. unless you have them patterned. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. that's yep. different. But if, if they're not patterned, like, you need to be 100, 150 off of that because, you know, it's kind of like the grunting thing. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get in a whole deal here, but, like, grunting, I can't tell you. Like, and I have video evidence of it where bucks grunt to call the does to them. Like, you know, the mature deer. Now, I'm not saying, you know, and that's like, 
you start thinking about it, it's like how many five-year-old-plus deer have you ever seen just running the piss out of a doe by itself? Now, in a chain of bucks, you'll see that, but he's actually running the bucks. He's not running the doe. You know what I mean? And I have I have one video particularly that's on some public land there in Arkansas because um, I like to hunt the downwind ridge. So, like, I'll find the big heavy feed ridge, and then I hunt the next one over because whenever the wind's coming across, that mature buck's going to be on that ridge. He doesn't care to be up there with all the rest of the deer because when he smells that hot doe come in, he grunts, he meets her halfway, they exit stage left. You know what I mean? So I think it's it, all situational dependent. You know what I mean? Obviously, but I, I don't know if that answers your no, question. No, that, it's That's, really cool to hear like the ex, explanation behind things that I've seen in the past mm-hmm. that I didn't fully understand because even on private, and I have, I have a 230-acre chunk where I have one bordering proper property and it has a single bow hunter on it and so i've got these deer that are completely unpressured and they're actually conditioned to be around people i mean there's farmers out there Mm -hmm. doing doing crops i go out there all the time and uh i went out two years ago now brought my spotter and my phone scope and i just sat and watched the bean fields and when i did what i saw was a bachelor group of nine bucks and all of the bucks were working one way and there was one buck that was clearly bigger rack and body wise and he went the opposite way of those bucks jumped the fence and went in the woods all these other bucks all hung out i mean for an hour and a half i watched them and i was like dude what what's that guy's well i I told you you the story about my kansas deer yeah i won't i won't do that right now we can do that a different time but like you know all that added up and that wasn't a story a puzzle that i put together that was you know the locals and all that stuff that put that together but yeah mature deer typically don't want to be around a bunch of other deer and like you know i talk about that on my stuff all the time is you know now with that being said if i'm on public land 90 percent of the states i hunt if a three-year-old 135 inch deer comes by like i'm i'm gonna take that you know what i mean like i'm happy with the 135 inch deer but like at the end of the day that 150 inch deer is what we all want you know what i mean so like in order to do that like you've got to get out of that area where all of the concentration of your deer hang out because he doesn't want to be there you know if if that was the case like i said when you see them on your cell cameras i'm sure everybody's listening to this you run a cell camera and you've got a feed pile or you've got a main trail or whatever and like that big deer if he does show up there he's by himself or he has that one buddy because you will have that every once in a while, especially early season. But he's got that one buddy, and he's running with that one buddy. But after that, like that dude's by himself until he finds him a doe. You know. I heard it. I heard it recently on a podcast, or maybe it was on a clip on YouTube. Somebody was talking about them, and they're like, "Think about deer as guys, okay?" And they're like, "Is this the high- bar thing? Is this the bar thing?" Because I told you the bar thing. I don't think it was so basically he equated it to like high school right in high school what are all the guys doing they're all screwing around being dumb with each other Mm -hmm. right there might be a girl or two around but for the most part they're just being stupid look at a college guy say it two and a half year old deer three and a half year old deer what are they doing they're all hanging out making stupid choices once you get into that five-year-old range you're talking like a 45 year old guy he just Dude, I'm not going to go out to the bar with you guys right now. I'm not going to go out and do this and that with you. 
I'm just going to stay home and have a couple beers on my own, watch the football game. It's personalities. Yeah. Yep. And, and hey, that leads into what we were talking about, yeah. which is reading your sign and knowing what to do with the deer. Mm-hmm. So you go in and you see a scrape, and it's just a clean scrape. You've got like that hump around the outside of it. I'm not going to be aggressive with that deer. If I call, it's tending grunts because I call all season. Like I start in September and I will call all the way through the end of January, depending on the side I'm seeing. But when you go in and you see that scrape where that dude's throwing stuff four and five foot, that's the asshole at the bar, right? That's the yeah. guy that's looking for the fight. So go in and bang those horns together. That's probably what's going to get his Bust attention. Bust your damn lip. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Run a horn through your face. That's yeah. what we saw. So the Bucks fighting, hearing or seeing the Buck come in last night, and then today we found fresh scrapes. And there were a couple that had pretty significant branches broken off. You remember yeah, what I were, told you yesterday? I was like, dude, go in there and bang those horns. Like, yeah, and we haven't yet. We yeah, haven't and, and you even said you were like, I want to find this core area first, which isn't wrong. Yeah. Like, at all. That's why I didn't argue with you. But, like, dude, like, if I was on that island, like, y'all would think I was nuts. Because I would just be going to town. My <laughs> biggest thing is I want to get close enough mm. to where... It pisses One, he's him gonna, off. It's going to piss That's him off, I look at and it. he's going to hear it because I knew today the wind was going to be uh, – or last night I knew the wind was going to be pretty significant, and it was. It was hard to hear anything in the woods. On top of that, the, cat the ground is soft. Of, yeah, I mean, where we're hunting, it. the ground is soft. It's a lot of sand, and then there's cattails everywhere. So, like, unless it's completely calm, you can't hear anything. So I'm like, I don't want to be just, like, thrashing branches, smacking horns together when – Something might be walking in, not hear me at all, and they just see me making a commotion in the tree. Yeah. But every day we've said we've talked about we're it. just gonna get. I'm more not man. I would, that's my problem, dude. More I would, time. I would, I would get Nick, and I'd be like, Nick, turn around and put your foot up against the tree, and just rub it as hard as you can while you literally bang the horns as hard. Because you have a bully buck on that island. From yeah. everything y'all have said, that's what I call them, right? Yeah, yeah. And those that are my sense. favorite deer to hunt. Because they're the easiest to kill. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Because they're assholes and they're stupid. That's exactly right. They're yeah. the asshole at the bar. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just they're looking for a fight. Everybody's different. Like you were saying a while ago. One guy's there looking for love. One guy's there looking for the one night stand. And one guy's there looking for a fight. The one y'all have, in my opinion, is looking for a fight. And I think if you if you could get the wind right. And that's the thing. Like, I haven't seen y'all's area. Right? But obviously, you have to have a good backer. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but if you can get the wind right, I think that being aggressive with that deer might be the ticket. And I, we've talked about it. Like he's only got a couple more days, so we'll probably do it um, at some point. But we haven't gotten Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah that's what I was. Thinking. That front's coming in. Yeah, Wednesday. We're, we're we're gonna sleep in tomorrow morning because <laughs> we're, we hung out until what one o'clock, and then we woke up got at, up at four. Four. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. put so all both, day in. We were both struggling. Pretty I'm hard still all day. struggling. Man. Not to mention we're canoeing all over the place. Trying to still scout and figure out the other areas, which see, and you, this is where like I think is cool because like I learn and stuff like that with you. I, I don't think to call because I'm not a caller. I've used it and I've had it work, but I don't think to do it. So for me, like when I go in that situation, I'm trying to think of like, okay, where's his bedding? Where's he coming out of? And I'm like to be a little bit sneaky about it because mm-hmm. I think. I think that's kind of slick. I don't care to bring him to me, but he didn't know I was there. Got him. That's right. Like, yeah. and that's cool and, to me. And that's but that's the cool thing about tactic, the different tactics. Yeah, though. but yeah. your tactic in that situation makes 
way more sense than me trying to be a little bit less timid because like you said what's funny is is like what you do is, is what i should have done where i'm at that's yeah. not what i did i'm just aggressive <laughs> the only the, the only thing running through my head is time of year yep yeah. that's you, weird you, too yeah. that's Absolutely. what's throwing like i agree with everything you said other than the time of year and i'm like nope i'm just like pulling it back and forth i can't no no you're right though because like i told tom yesterday i was like this isn't the time and for everybody but, but that's listening scrapes, right now right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was about to say. It's like, for me, oh, man. my perfect time of the year, and the reason why you hear my tactics is, uh, you know, the first three weeks before rut. Yeah. Like, that's where I usually do my best. And then the two weeks after that week and a half rut or whatever, or the lockdown, everybody calls it. I'm a uh, late, I'm a late like, post-rut thing. I love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's um, my favorite. But then again... Like you just said, yeah. like they're laying down scrapes here. So I know it's like, early, like a lot but of scrapes it, too. A lot, yes, it's so not it's just those community scrapes. There's so, there's aggressive stuff. Since we're all in a room together, I want to get your guys' take on this because I I think I brought it up, Tyler, in the intro video. Because this is an island, I wonder if there's almost a different time time frame on everything so, happening on the island. Uh, I know it's. I know for a fact it's not a fully isolated population because we watched does come onto the island and leave the island. But the does that came in freaked and out were the ones with that... the other ones. <laughs> yeah. When when the does crossed to the island, they split and went right back out. The does that were on the island, they didn't. They didn't follow them. They stayed on the island. And so I'm like. I wonder, this is just so weird because, I mean, like I said, I've hunted Wisconsin all my life. Uh, a bunch of you guys have hunted Wisconsin. And everyone's blown away by this rutting activity and the amount of sign that's on the island. I'm, I'm going to tell you my opinion. And it's just because I like to talk, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, and no, but, but my opinion is, is like everybody talks about the rut, right? And I am a firm believer in the trickle rut. Because look at when deer are born. Yep. Mm -hmm. Three-month window. Like, you know, in, in all honesty, it's three-month sure. window. So, like, in my opinion, where you're at, because, like, I have a doe on camera that's 12 years old. She's still dropping babies. And that's on my private 20-acre plot that I've got. You know what I mean? So, in my opinion, the reason those bucks could be acting like that there is they maybe you have a doe that was an early season doe back then, and she's just coming in early. You know what I mean? Every year. And these bucks are on the island. She's starting to smell a little funny. And then the other does, because they're probably younger, and they're like, what the hell is that? And they're like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, you can give your well, opinion, too. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree with that. We think, like, pre-rut, late October into November, they're breeding. Well, like you said, the earlier does, let's say just two weeks. Yeah. Well, well that's now, then. Yeah. To, you know, before that, if those are, I don't know. It feels like it's too early, but no, I, I, I kind of agree. But you also kickstart with this this um cold front that right. when's the last time you've had a cold front in october that lasted not, not nine, this ten not days. this cold in a long time but but even the length of it it's two three days and every time i've said this over and over this week every time you get a real good cold front then bucks think it's on and they'll yeah. do it for like a day and you'll see all these rubs pop up and then they go away well yeah. that's the, about the length well, of your cold front. true well Very and true. see and see in my opinion it, it's those young bucks. They yeah. don't know any better, right? right? right. But, but now we've got one that's 10 days long. 
Right. You know, so after like three or four or five days, these old bucks might be like, hold up just a minute. Yeah, like this maybe, might be right. Maybe this guy's on to something. <laughs> right. I ain't you never seen this in a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this guy, hold up, you just fought that guy? No, no, that's my turn. You know what right. I mean? And then that one doe that's early, yeah. you know, smelling a little funny. These guys over here are fighting. Hell, I don't want to fight everybody. Yeah, cold, we- cold weather makes everything better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything. All right, how many of you guys hate dealing with tangled up rope? Trying to untie it. It's all knotted up, and you actually really need it at the time. Don't raise your hands, because I obviously can't see you. But those days are long gone. Rapid Rope is a quick deploy rope solution that you can pull the length you need and cut it all with one hand. You don't need knives or scissors or a lighter to singe the end because it's cross-threaded to keep it from fraying. Yeah, they've thought of everything. And this is way stronger than your average 550 cord. In fact, this is 1,100 pound test. It comes in a shatterproof canister that you can fit in the cup holder in your vehicle or your backpack or... I don't know if you still wear cargo pants, any one of the thousand pockets that you have. It comes in a 120 foot canister, a 70 foot canister, and you can get a rope refill. So just in a matter of seconds, you could be deploying and cutting rope with one hand again. So if you wanna stop dealing with the headache of untying rope and detangling everything, anytime you need to tie something down, go check out rapidrope.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you've probably heard me talking about Infinite Outdoors in the past. Infinite Outdoors is expanding access for hunting and fishing on private land across the country. From whitetail hunts in Missouri to waterfowl hunts in Wyoming and pheasant hunts in Colorado, they provide access to over a million acres of private land listings for all types of hunting and fishing. Best part is, it's incredibly easy to browse and book properties all on the Infinite Outdoors app. The app is free to download and easy to use. All you have to do is sign up and you can browse over 250 different adventures across 10 states. Download the app today and use Nomadic 15 for 15% off your membership. I don't care what time of the year it is. That's why and that, hey, hey, and add, <laughs> sitting in tree stands in 90 degrees. Hey, add that, yeah. add that moon phase that's coming in tomorrow. <laughs> is, it's it, gonna, is it tomorrow? Listen, I yeah, bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow afternoon. Oh, listen, guys, I'm telling you, yeah. the best days we're having. Dan, I'm so sorry. Dude, I am the best, so pumped right now. The I'm best. Like, tomorrow I, afternoon. Look, listen, <laughs> mark my words. Yeah. Thursday through Saturday. Bucks will die. I, I, 110%. Without having a moon and With them bucks not doing in, what they're doing. Hey, you got the so, rain, so, scrapes. Yes. I mean, you, you've got cold, rain, moon phases hitting yeah. right. Well, and, and we've done all, I, the way that I feel That's like we're doing all that scouting. I've literally Dan. never no. paid attention to any of this, and I feel so dumb well, right now. No, so Dan, for me, come to Arkansas. <laughs> so for me, I've been saying, dude, when that rain hits, it's going to be a different story because you've got the moon, you got... Yeah. You're, they're laying down scrapes. We yeah. got this cold weather. Now you're getting rain. And what I think we've done right is we've hunted our asses off and scouted our asses off. And now when the time's going to be right, we should be in position. Yep. That's how I feel, that we've done a great job. And that's why I was but applauding you. how do you, you feel about the amount of sign on that island? Because we haven't ridiculous. got away from okay. a buck scrape hey. the entire time. Dan <laughs> has been crazy. so jazzed on this island. I don't think you've... You haven't. Had, had, I haven't. I haven't spot, touched right? another spot 
But this island, although it's 70 acres, it hunts like a I, so big. But, but I'm telling you right now, he has hunted with me, and I'm the quickest person to back out of somewhere that I'm like, nope, I'm out because this is dumb. And I haven't. And we, on three hours of sleep, right. we're sitting in the tree tonight, and he goes, are we hunting in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, the fact that he's this jazzed about it, and then the look on his face when he saw that buck, because I didn't get a look at the rack, and when he saw that buck... He's like that that buck you have on trail. Yeah, Dan camera. Dan skipped that whole story. You're gonna have oh, to tell yeah. that story. Yeah, don't tell right? the story. Because you just we'll say when he's seen it. that buck, these we'll people are like, the, "What do you we'll mean?" We'll talk about it in. I, in I our, briefly touched on it, but barely. The buck came in. Yeah. Don't yeah, talk. About there's, it. there's so many. He said, "Don't talk about it." Oh, this is, right I, this is for another. Wait for the next episode. Yeah. I want to be killed. Yeah, this is like at the end of sessions every week when you're like, or every episode you're like. It's 2 a.m., but I better watch the next one. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that that's... Um... But going back to what I was saying, that's why I was yeah. saying like yeah. I'm really pumped that you and Logan had, had made a sacrifice and done that because now where we're at, we have a, a plethora of places. Mm-hmm. He got put on a place that he went yeah. in. He's mediocre on, but he would have never been there, done what he did, yeah, learned that, what he did. That's what I was just about to say is right. like the area you scouted, I killed on. Right. And that was my first going. Like yeah. you gave me directions, hey, here's what I scouted, here's what I seen. And I, you know, worked the edge of it, wind in my face very carefully and yeah. was able to kill a deer. So And confirmed or denied. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What yeah. The sign was saying. So, right. And that was so much honestly, so much more fun for Dude, you were more jacked than I was, I think. Oh, dude. <laughs> you yeah, bumped with me off my feet. It was awesome. If you haven't already, but I I that's that track job is a whole nother podcast episode so in sweet. itself. It that, was insane, and it look first. And time. going back to that, like Cliff said, Ask it, a man, brother. He 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 said how many four different WMAs? Yeah, yeah, four. Four different WMAs. And a state park that I found out we weren't supposed to be on. Ooh, we're getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you were bummed. I have video of you walking in the house after all that, and you were just not happy. You could see it all over your face. Clifton, how often do you elk hunt? Because He'd be a if beast. you're putting 64 miles on in four days, public land whitetail hunting, you need to be out in those mountains, Dude, man. So, so let me tell you a secret. So I went elk hunting one time in my life. Um, never even watched an elk video. To me, they're cows with horns, right? But 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 with that same thing, I call whitetail goats with horns, right? Yeah, so are. so me and two buddies went. Neither one of us had ever even been in Colorado. Um, we went on a nine day MRE only. Like I've got some pictures that are like the, his quality um, that I accidentally <laughs> took. Uh, but uh, <laughs> exactly, Nick's got it. Um, but in all honesty, so we went for nine days and just like this, like I, I get cocky about public land because yeah. it's like what I love to do. Um, and I passed on some, uh, cows, you know, call them yeah, some cows and then satellite bulls. Cause I saw these two bucks fight. It was the coolest thing ever before I started filming. And one of them broke off his, what do you call the fork at the top? Whale you said tail. bulls. Do I? That's bulls. Bulls. Yeah. Bulls. Yeah. What do you call the thing at the, the very top? The, the brow? No, the very top. Oh, the we top. Oh, the tail. 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 the back tail. scratchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a knife in my truck that is made out of that horn that I watched an elk break and my first deer antler shed. That's, uh, that's yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and I skin all my deer with it. But anyways, um, I watched that. It took me a day and a half to hike the 250 yards those bulls were from me because it was a big bluff. 
Um, and that's the only time I've ever been elk hunting because I can't ever talk to anybody and going back. And then I'm like, dude, if I ever go back out to the, what I call the Midwest, I don't know what y'all call it, but if I ever go back out there, it's after mule deer because that's my dream hunt. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same z's. So 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 elk, you got. I'm assuming four other guys with you right now that would probably do that. And mule deer is my bucket list too. That's a whole other side trip. <laughs> There's a hey, mountain in XOP camp like 24 or something because I don't think we're going to be saddle hunting. For yeah. Elk. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, maybe next year we go Hey, you say that, but I sent a buddy of mine. I'm not going to say his name on here because he's probably going to listen to this because I was on here, right? Um, and I want to name drop and people know. But whenever I went, uh, I found a watering hole and I sent my buddy the pin because he is a wanted to go out west, you know, blah, blah. He has killed either an elk or a bear over that watering hole for the last six years. Wow. Yeah, and and he sits in a lock on. Yeah. Like he goes I've, out there, sits in a lock yeah, on. I've seen guys. Guys are doing it now. Hanging yeah, trees yep. for cool. elk, and it is the coolest thing. My thing with Get elk hunting, retro, I just love. Nice light. I love putting on miles and seeing all kinds of different animals. And don't get me wrong, you can do that at a watering hole. But when I'm in the mountains, I just Dude. have this weird desire to it's, go. Yep. I've like. Explore. I, I hunt with guys, and they're like, "Let's go back to the." Not all of them. There's a lot of. Listen, y'all hold Dan to this. Dan and Clifton's gonna go on a fucking elk hunt. I'm freaking. Sorry. I'm in. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Tom's coming. Cl- Nick's coming. Tom's coming. Am I becoming part of your channel? Are you becoming part of my channel? I'm going to Arkansas. With That's you. right. Exactly. Listen, hey, we're what y'all don't know is Dan. And he thought you were full of shit. Yeah. Beginning all this. Hey, hey, hey. I did think he was full of shit, but I have heard this dude consistently talk about shooting elk right and you i've never him. really cared about it but i think now being around you guys and this vibe Bro, as, as, as uh, tom would say i've never said vibe in my life but just did tom be like we're vibing yeah so like so like with this vibe though like maybe i'd be into it like i and, and i think part of it for me is it's like turkey hunting's always been so miserable like i told you i finished my grand slam this year but you know we went out and we went in september uh, the end of September, so like we heard a bugle the first morning, but like we did this five mile miserable hike, got up, had this beautiful camp, and then like this elk bugles, and I was like, it's screaming. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like a dinosaur. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like, oh, that's cool. And then the next morning, like we wake up the next morning because bugle right at dark. Wake up the next morning, one bugles, and then I hear the squeaking and this. Giant walks by me. Squeak. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was the cow. You know what I mean? I love people from Arkansas. <laughs> but, <laughs> it is a squeak. It's yeah. a squeak. I don't care what anybody says. But like, ain't wrong. she's she's squeaking as she comes by, and so like I'm thinking of it like whitetail, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna stand right here, and obviously the buck, aka bull, is gonna come by. I was completely wrong. You know, he just stayed up on top like the mature whitetail yep. and kept screaming until the squeaking went to him. Mm. You know? And uh and anyways, I was an idiot back then. But I had a blast. Yeah, it was fun. Lost like fifteen pounds in like nine days. Oh yeah. Yep. MREs. Yeah. Ugh. It's yeah. I, dude, I just love being with other people who are this passionate <laughs> about hunting. Yeah. Because... Well, and I think like I was telling you, like I, I put one of my buddies through hell that was gonna like hunt with me and stuff. And I think, like, in situations like that, like, even, like, out here, it's been a grind no matter what. Yeah. And so, like, to go out there, I couldn't do this and grind and be wrong 
with someone who's crying and complaining and don't want to do that, and it's going to hurt to go. I mean, everyone's – we're all going to bitch a little bit, you yeah. know what I mean, because yeah. we're just whatever, but – there's a difference between really complaining That's and, not, not, and having a bad time because bro, of it. Other than we've been here it's for fun. we've yeah. been here for four days, right? And I've seen one deer from the stand, right? Now, not now. I've well, only set three and a half hours. You know, Eric. I keep putting that dude in spots. Eric has literally seven million. No, deer. at this point, Eric has seen twenty nine deer from the stand. Dang, twenty nine. And I'm like, Eric, eight? shoot seen- more deer. I've seen 115 <laughs> on the road on the way oh to our spot. Have you really it's seen deer off the road? Oh, oh my goodness. We, 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 we came it? across, there were a three bunch. bucks, and one of them was a nice yes. buck on the road. Yeah, no did you see around him? there? That I, big I seen a rack buck. I couldn't see what he was. He was good. He Bro, was Tyler is like the nicest guy that I've ever met. Send him to knock on a door. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I bet true. it would work. That yeah. is true. You got... Yeah. Next Tom. time, Dan, bring Tom your wife. Tom, too. Tom, oh, Tom. 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 I got Tom. I'm doing... Uh, hey, remember Tom, just take a stand. Space? Just take a stand. I sent you an invite. It's like welcoming. 2009. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to bring Dan's wife next time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see Snow Dan's wife and Tom oh, to go knock on doors. Yeah. That's we're just going to keep Eric away from my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no nibbles. No nibbles. I think it was... and. Dan's I, I was just thinking about this Dan and Sam and who's ever going to do the editing of this is going to have a heck of a time because they're like okay here's part of this episode there are, there's going to be a lot of consistencies and not really you just do it to, to be continued like, yeah you know like I mean? 10 minutes here is going to be this episode okay then we went to this one and but wait we went back to this one no because and, now that we're all friends we're going to do follow-up episodes yeah, yeah. So, yeah you have to you so have I think to. what was cool yeah. and, and this because part of what like Brock and I's heart of what we want to portray um, and what we want to highlight of the hunting world is the camaraderie. Yeah. So that's obviously what this is. Well, but and also how many the different guys are here that all get along mm-hmm. and we're all hunting different for the same. Right? Nobody so, likes yeah. you. Well, yeah. <laughs> but but, but also the other thing is like is is the education side of it, you know. And so yeah. going going back to that too, honestly of what Clifton said about the four properties and that he scouted before and been on. And that's honestly like going back to Tyler's hunt. We, we scouted, I don't even, it was probably six to set to eight different properties that we looked at and crossed off. And, and we probably landed on, we landed on, two properties out of that where we're like, okay, not including the island at this point. Um, and obviously whatever Clifton was doing, cause this old boy just is on his own and he's, and he's, and he's doing it. He, did, he don't I want no help today. He don't want no help. Um, and, and that's, I think what we like, what one of the coolest things about this was, is that so many people were just going, Hey, we're just, and that was the mindset. It wasn't. It wasn't being disappointed about. Oh man, I thought this property was going to be great. It looked great on the map. This the 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 bigger chunk of public. It was like that you guys spend time on. It was like, man, this should be good, mm-hmm. but it's not producing. So it's like, okay, go to the next one. Yep. And that's. I think that's one of the biggest things for new hunters that I think that positive mental attitude. Yes, yeah. yeah. there was some hey, hard and days. Y'all don't, y'all don't think that I'm a prick. 
So exactly what Tom is saying now is the reason that I do that. Like the joy that I find in hunting out of state and hunting public or private, really, um, is that to me, it's the first time every time. Mm -hmm. Right? So like we all, all of us have harvested animal, right? You never get that first one back. But the closest thing you can do that is going and relearning again. And then you take every bit of that, like, and I tell everybody this all the time, and so I'm going to say it here. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to interrupt. No. But, like, if you get the opportunity, if you're a private land hunter or you're a public land hunter, you don't have to pay the money to go out of state. Drive three hours from your house to a different type of terrain. Yep. Challenge yourself. Learn it. And then take that back to where you hunt normally, and you're going to be a better hunter. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. Like, and, and you'll be happier. Like, yeah. and, and, oh, like, Tom. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. happy. But seriously, like, you know, I could have come and done the same thing. Like, hey, show me where to go or whatever. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't yeah. have an issue with that. And I would have done that if I only had four or five days. You know what I mean? But I had seven. So, it's like, man, I want to take this as an experience. And not just as I'm going out to harvest an animal. I never, I don't do good early season. Like, right. it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's like. I want to go out and learn this and scout it and figure it out and then take all of that knowledge back with me the next time that I get to go hunt all Dan's land. He's got all these giant bucks. You know what I mean? Or if Tyler over here ends up inviting me out, I'm just dropping some hints here, you know, or whatever. But yeah, you know, you we make to, that happen. You come out to Illinois. That's what Whenever I'm you want, Bob. I'll put you on some deer. I we'll did hear, hey, don't, don't think I didn't hear you say that you farmed. I, I heard farm. that. I yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing too is is to remember as if you are a new hunter or just getting into it is going there's there in every single state there are adventure hunts yep waiting for you facts yeah we are literally 10 minutes from a crazy wild kayak yeah into a Public it's a 15-minute drive from the... Uh, you keep saying cabin. This ain't no cabin. But it's a 15-minute <laughs> drive from here. Thanks, Logan. Um, yeah, for sure. And thanks, yeah. Brian and Michelle. Y'all are great. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I think that is is pretty important, honestly, if, if you're looking to, to, to get into something like this and to approach it, is time. Uh, I think... Time and don't be afraid to mess up. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what's wrong with this generation. Am I right? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like everybody's scared of failing. Yep, no, that's how you learn. Yep, like yep. fail. Yep. Go out. Don't kill a deer. Like I, I literally was telling a guy day before yesterday in uh, uh, Facebook Messenger. He was like, oh, I just don't know what to do about public land. And I'm like, dude, tell yourself next year you're not going to spend the $800 to get in a lease. You've got the rest of your life to go back to a lease and guaranteed that 115-inch deer. This is Arkansas we're talking about, right? And just go hunt public. Just go do it. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, even if you're a weekend warrior, just go do it. Mm. You know, if you see these guys on TV, like, you know, that are doing this stuff, or they've got these big farms that they're knocking on doors and asking questions or whatever, just go do it. Why not? Yeah. What's the worst thing going to happen? Everybody's scared of no, mm. and everybody's scared of felon. Don't be scared of it. Think well, about it. This, I feel like I feel like the the prospect of failure is what makes the success so good. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. The knowledge like, you gain by failing yeah. is worth every bit of money you spend on that tag. And, mm-hmm. and what you were talking about, Tyler, uh, was when you were like, man, I was soaking in the adventure of it. Yeah, like, that's it, it was man. just a different thing. Yeah. If yeah. I think probably everybody in this room would agree, hunting would not be fun if every time you went out, you killed a deer right away without putting it in it 
in any. Oh other. yeah. No, my worst trips are the ones that I killed first day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that sounds terrible. Like, and everybody's like, ah, oh, whatever. But I swear, we to ain't God, got no like, stories to tell. That's yeah. right. You no, didn't have no. all like, these humbling happened? experiences. Yeah. Like, what happened? Yeah. Oh, well, I showed up at my campsite. I pitched my tent the next morning. I killed 150 inch yeah. deer. I was right. Like, Wait, what? I walked out right. my I walked out on my back porch, and there was a big buck in my yard, and I shot it. Yeah. And it's like, that was it. We were just talking the other day about me screaming whenever I shoot a deer. Right, yeah. and I get so much grief about it. Right, uh, Eric would be in here, and he'd be like, "Oh my god," because that's what he heard from six hundred yards in Kansas. Um, but like, my thing is, is like, people don't like people. I feel like that the watch the yeah. hunting industry, right? So you watch these TV shows, and these are guys that have properties where they can consistently go kill one fifties. But your everyday average guy, that's not going to happen. Like, I can't tell you how many hours I spend in the stand. You know what I mean? So like when I finally and still do, struggle. Yeah, exactly. Still, still struggle. One hundred ten percent. This yeah, is yeah. day four. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. No. And I haven't seen a shooter. Yep. But you know, you go out and you do this, whether it's on a lease, on public, on private, whatever. But you put in the grind, you put in the work, the emotions that come over that. I'm just not one that's gonna hide it. You know what I mean? Like I'm excited, and I'm yep. the day that I lose that excitement, I don't want to do it anymore. I think so. one big thing that I learned from from um, some action totally different industry work is every no you're just that much closer to your yes that's right and that's and that's exactly it like so we like for every example, bump every buck that you bump is one step closer than one you don't mm-hmm, exactly and so you cross off those properties where you're like i'm just i'm not finding that hot sign of man that's there's there's yeah there's a rub but there's two more scrapes right next there and then another rub and another rub and it's like okay this is something I got a key on, and the other ones that you thought would be better for whatever reason they're not. Yeah, and that's okay yep. because yeah. now you only you have one place to focus on and sure. put your energy. To as, it. as long as you adapt every time, you don't hit a block in the road and go, "Dang it, I quit." Yeah. As long yeah. as you go, "Okay, right. what, what can I learn from this and keep going? What yeah. can I learn? Keep going, and keep going." Yeah, and, re- and remember is... what you saw on that property. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh but, no, I was gonna say consistency is is part of the recipe for success no matter mm-hmm. what you do i have people all the time say how do i have a successful podcast how do i become so and so you know just keep going and i go <laughs> i was i read a statistic right when i started my podcast and it said that 95 percent of podcasters quit before episode 100 is it 100 100 okay yeah. i saw a different one i and thought I you were said, gonna say something else I, and i mean this is a couple of years ago and I said, okay. I think yours was videos. Because you know, I seen the number you held okay, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was the same thing. That was a yeah, YouTube thing. Same. You know what? You know what I took away from that? I could have been like, oh, man, that means I've got a really high rate of failure. No, what I took away from it was if I get to episode 100, I am in the top 5% of podcasters. That's, That's right. awesome. Yeah. That's and, so awesome. And what people don't realize is like it starts as a hobby, yeah. right? Just like my YouTube, just yep. like you're hunting. Just like your pho- photography, videography, right? videography. I am so sorry. <laughs> right, your pictures were great. My pictures are amazing. Ah, I do take pictures too. Then, I was just and, giving you shit. Um, but like in all honesty, it's like you said. Like what I like to do is make it a job, and everybody's like, if you make it a job, you're gonna hate it. Not if you enjoy it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. can make it a job if you enjoy it. But the moment that you do cross that bridge, where it's like this is miserable, change what you're doing. Keep keep your same. You know, goal, but change what you're doing. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think this is a great spot to end the podcast. One, because people want to hunt tomorrow. <laughs> this episode is recorded on Tuesday. 
it's going out on Thursday, and when you guys are hearing it live, a lot of these guys are going to be out in the woods chasing after deer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And That's cool. And it's going to be right in that window of Wednesday to Saturday when the consensus is oh, bucks yeah. are going to die. That's so right. as you're listening to this, somebody might be pulling, drawing back on a big buck. So we're going to do no, some No, they're going to be. Going to be. Well, I think I hope, I'm with Cliff on that. tomorrow we do another podcast and somebody's got a success story. And, uh, bro, it's going to be it's going to be Eric. I'm telling you right now. That'd it's be gonna, so It's going to be slow talker. It's going to be slow talker. I, just, I love when people make predictions. I'm a big prediction maker. Like when people ask me what I'm going to do for a hunt, I'm like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to kill this buck. Yeah. And Or I'm going to go kill the biggest bull in my life. Or I'm going to go do this. And from day one, you guys have been talking and you're like, listen, this is our plan. By Thursday, we're going we're gonna to hit it hard. Like we're going to make that move. And I'm like... I cannot wait. I seen that rain. I seen that rain, and I went to Walmart. I don't have any like wet gear anymore. I ruined it all, and I bought like twenty dollar frog togs because like I I know that's where we we gotta be. I I actually told Eric I was like we gotta go buy two gallons of blood bags. Y'all remember Eric's new to filming? And he was like, for what? And I was like, poop bags. And he was like, what? I was like, I'm kidding. Just cover the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> two gallons of blood bag. You yeah. cover it, pulled it for the shot. Hey, like, you know? like two they gallons, they got you some in up. the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I already found them. They're in the kitchen. Are they? No, I think so. Outstanding. Before we hop off, why don't you guys share where everybody can find you? They can find your channels, your, your content, and uh, see what you've been up to because I think everybody would like to look. <laughs> Tom? Let's go to the next guy. I'll put my order in. All right. We'll go Tyler. Uh, Tyler Bentley, uh, The Rise Hunt. We're on YouTube, Carbon TV, Instagram, all that good stuff. Sweet. Clifton? Uh, Clifton Denny and uh, or Clifton Aaron Denny on Facebook because the first one got deleted. Uh, <laughs> but no, On Your Own Outdoors is Clifton Denny On Your Own Outdoors on YouTube. And then uh, on your own outdoors in multiple ways on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, TikTok. And I'm Nick Queen. Uh, it's Lethal Nick on Instagram. I also help a YouTube channel or uh, help produce a YouTube channel called uh, Lethal Prairie. So a lot of my full length content's on there, but mainly on Instagram. Your last name's Queen. That's my last name. That makes the most sense out of anything I've heard all week. Drill Sergeant used to call me Private Princess because I ain't That's no fucking <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait till we got off here, but there it is. Yeah. That's it. Dan, where can we find you? Uh, just look up my wife's stuff. She's far more successful. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean it. He meant there's a lot coming. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Do I have to say the underscore? I don't... Look up... You didn't, he had to look up your name. I love it. Um, I just had this Tom Lalonde. So from Instagram. our last podcast, um, I got a lot of grief from from the guys I hung up with in Whitehall <laughs> about not. They're like, "Oh, it's your farm." So I just want to say a big thank you to to Rick uh, for letting me help uh, work on his property and. Tell me out. You have a farm in Wisconsin. Sure do. And we're all on public land? <laughs> <laughs> to hell with Rick. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't we just get invited that wasn't Tom, to Rick. private? Rick, that was somebody yeah. else. That was who, Clifton. Who invited us to private just the other day? I can't remember who it was. Uh, one of the guys from Bowfest. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Right. Um, who? 
Well, I'm not going to say his name. Oh, no, oh, that's right. That's right. You're I don't good. Throw him under the yeah, bus. nobody yeah, invited good. on your own outdoors to private land just so everybody's aware. And I've been dropping hints to Tyler and Dan since we've been here, and nobody's been like, you've, like you've yeah, already been you, invited okay. to Missouri. I told you that the other you, night. You don't want to hunt none it. of my stuff. He don't want to hunt. I'm from Michigan, dude. dollars. And I'm expensive where I'm at. Any y'all can come to Arkansas. I can put you on a 120. I don't promise you anything better than that. If I'm going out of state, miles, I'm down for whatever. Sixty-four whatever's there. miles, and you'll get to one thirty. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, you got to put in the miles for the piles. No, this is going to be the first of many, and uh, I think we're going to be hunting a lot together in the future. So, thank you guys. Cheers, boys. Yes, yeah. sir. Yay! Get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>